0: Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hustle Podcast. Yes. Thank you so much. We do have a request though, before we get started, if you have found our content to be entertaining or helpful, would you consider leaving us a review on iTunes? Those five-star reviews really help to make sure that our content gets out there and that our show continues to grow. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to Pure's Podcast. This is episode 332. My name is Orlando and usually Mike does this uh, podcast uh, with me. Uh, I am back. Uh, hopefully you guys can hear me. If you can hear me, give me a thumbs up in the comments. I was having uh, some major uh, technical difficulties. Uh, so if you can hear me, let me know. Give me a thumbs up uh, in the comments. going to wait for a few of you guys to get on here before I start the podcast. Uh, I don't see any thumbs up, so I'm hoping... Uh, that people are hearing me. If you're not, then I guess we're not going to be able to do uh, the podcast today. So let me know um, what's going on, National Flippers. What's going on, Uh, Geraldo Geraldo, uh, Casas? How's it going? Uh, Send me a thumbs up if you are catching this. I'm not seeing anything here, Uh, but uh, we're going to get started with the episode. Hopefully, I'm not doing a whole episode. And uh, this isn't viewable or the audio is bad. I don't know what it looks like on the other end. Uh, in case you're wondering, where's Mike? Uh, Mike is busy with family. Uh, so he's, uh, you know, he has a new addition to add, add to his family. So he's uh, spending some time with them. Uh, I am live. OK, I got thumbs up from National Flippers. Good. So I, I don't feel like I'm talking to myself. Melissa, what's going on? And actually, we're sharing uh, your hustle of the week today. So. This is going to be an interesting episode uh, because uh, this episode is one number one, that I'm on my own. And number two, uh, it's it's live. And so hopefully things are good. And actually, I have the subpar uh, internet speed here at the hotel. I was trying to upgrade it and then it just wasn't working out. So we'll see how it goes. So uh, today we're going to be talking about why resellers uh, burn out. And and the reason I I wanted to bring this up is because... I do think this year, maybe the year where many people decide not to resell anymore. And I don't believe that's a bad thing. I know that sounds terrible, but, you know, we all sometimes get into situations where there's a bunch of circumstances that happen. And it kind of shows us that, you know what, maybe uh, reselling uh, wasn't, you know, it wasn't for the moment anymore. Maybe it was a great vehicle to get me where I wanted to go. Uh, and some of you will go like, no, I'm gonna barrel through this. I'm gonna go full time. What's going on, Mary? How are you? I think to all of you guys around on the live, make sure if this is, uh, I believe this is on YouTube, make sure to hit that uh, like button if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Uh, to our channel now, and so I, it's kind of interesting. I kind of miss uh, the back and forth and Mike right now. It's kind of weird being on my own, but you guys are here, so I appreciate all of you uh, being here. I'm I was I'd be happy when it was only one or two of you. So the fact that it's a lot of you, I'm really grateful. So thanks so much. Yeah, smash that like button. So let's talk about why resellers uh, burn out. And the first thing that Mike and I came up with is that. I think too many people have high expectations for reselling right off the bat, right? Uh, you know, you get that Instagram, uh, syndrome. You see people, you know, flexing uh, what they picked up and how much it sold for. They have a huge haul and those aren't necessarily bad. Um, there's a lot of great resellers. Some of you are in the chat that, that share this, uh, but understand, you know, usually when it's on social media, it's the highlights. There are a lot of bad days. There's a lot of times you go to the thrift store and there's nothing you go to garage sales and there's nothing and. There's a lot of great days where you score and those are the ones that you show on social media. Those are the ones that you make a YouTube video with. Those are the ones that Mike and I talk on the podcast. Now, Mike and I try to keep it real uh, you know, as often as possible. I mean, we always do, but uh, we also don't wanna make everything about, oh, how bad things are because there's a lot of great to reselling and you know, reselling I find is one of those communities. If you want to get really negative really fast, you can find your tribe. It's really easy. And so, you know, Mike and I have always been about we're going to keep it real, but you know, we're also going to show that there's a lot of potential with reselling. National Flippers says, yes, tons of low lights for sure. That, that that is true. That is true. Uh, tons tons, a lot, but yes, there is a lot. And so, a lot of people come into reselling. You know, the ones that scare me the most are the ones that go. I'm going to go full time right now. I'm going to quit my job. I don't have a lot of inventory. I have a lot of capital, but I'm just going to go, you know, burn my ships and I'm going to move forward. And I believe a lot of those individuals, they burn out really fast because, you know, unless you're seeing that quick turnaround or you're seeing that cash flow, you're going to put yourself in a really bad spot. So I always encourage people when they want to go to full time, you want to make sure that you have everything in play. You want to make sure they have a large enough inventory to carry you over in case there's are slow days. You want to make sure they have enough capital to carry you over. And you also want to make sure you have the ability to constantly source items. And so if you're able to do those things. You're not going to burn out as quick. All right. Hey, Carol, how's it going? Thanks for joining us here. So along with that too, though, uh, the expectation is that like every day is going to be a home run, right? You're going to pick up that $5 item, you're gonna make a hundred to two hundred bucks on it. And that's just not the way it is. Now, there are some people that you know they resell, let's say Rolex and they they end up making two grand profit per each sale. Uh, but that's few and far between. I would say most resellers uh, that that resell part-time or full-time, it's usually the the twenty dollar profit, the thirty dollar profit. Uh, they may get some consistent hundred to two hundred dollar profits, but that's not always the case. Uh, but it's it's the home run that keeps you going, but it's the bread and butter that keeps you sustained, that keeps you allowing to continue reselling. So, you know, I will always say slow and steady when it comes to reselling. Uh, you don't want to go in and have these huge expectations uh, and drop 10K on a bunch of inventory and go, you know, from now on, uh, I'm just going to be a full time reseller because you might put yourself in a really bad place. You may not realize how much work it is. To process all that inventory, to store all that inventory, all the messaging that you have to do. Oh, thanks so much for the uh, super chat, Nashville Flippers. Really appreciate it. Uh, very grateful. Very grateful. Thanks so much, guys. Checking them out, by the way. I'm not just saying that because they dropped the super chat, Nashville Flippers. What I like about you guys is that you guys make reselling fun consistently. All your videos well edited, well done. Uh, you you know you go out of your way to show the positive side, and and you guys are definitely funny. So check out Nashville Nashville Flippers they've been, you guys have been on YouTube, I want to say at least three years, maybe more. So definitely check them out. Thanks so much. So too high of expectations, right? And so, you know, you got to make sure that if you're new to reselling, you understand that there might be those off days or there may be uh, the times where you're just selling, you know, three or four or five uh, items a day that are maybe $10 net, $20 net. And then over time, you You're you're definitely going to build that inventory. Next one is people grow too fast. And what I mean by that is this happens a lot in Amazon. So in 2020, 2020 to me was the ultimate bull market for reselling. And I remember there was a certain product I can go into a store. I think it was a some kind of Fisher Price bike. I don't mind sharing it out because it's not out there anymore. But you could pick it up for 50 bucks and you could flip it for $300. And you could flip it in probably like 15 minutes. And so I'll never forget, I'll never forget that Q4, I would walk into a store and I'd pick up eight of those and I instantly would be making 1600 to even $2,000 depending on how, how high I was able to sell it. And so I'm like, wow, I'm gonna turn that capital, I'm gonna keep buying, I'm gonna keep buying, I keep buying. Now, luckily it worked out for me. That Q4, you know, I made <laughs> a decent amount of money on those items, but guess what, January hit and I started, Questioning, okay, I need to kind of be careful now because it's not Q4 anymore. And then the end of 2022 hit and, you know, items weren't selling like they used to. But if you always were used to this growing up and scaling, uh, you, you end up growing up too fast and you begin to spend money carelessly, thinking you're going to end up in the same place consistently. And you begin to burn out because those sales aren't coming through. You get tired. It's not happening anymore. And you begin to give up on reselling. Some of you are asking if I'm a hotel. Yes, I'm in a hotel. I am traveling right now. uh, And Mike and I wanted to continue dropping, uh, you know, content. And so decided to go live. So thank you, all of you that are here in the chat listening to this. Also, another one. I find this a lot. A lot of people, and I have nothing against cook groups, but a lot of people that join cook groups, uh, they never develop the skills to resell. They develop the skills to be able to read in a Discord and say, hey, I know what to pick up, I know what to get. Uh, and so they're, they're always chasing the hot items. But eventually after a time, they find out that items are flooded, that everybody else also knows about these hot items, or they get tired of the chase. You know, They feel that every single time, they have to go to the store and they have to fight people. They have to, you know, they have to speed. They have to like it, it's in the fast lane, 100 miles an hour every single day. Now, don't get me wrong. If I was in my early 20s and I was single, I, I would love to hunt. The hunt's great. But eventually, I do believe there's that burnout because there is that point in time where it's kind of better to not always end up having to be in a struggle with everyone for inventory. Right. This is, this is why Mike and I are very big on making local deals. Cause in a local deal, right. You set up a local deal with an estate or somebody on offer up or Craigslist. You're not chasing any hot item. You might have been doing the chase because you're contacting that person. But when you're there, it's just you. Right. So there is no struggle. It's just you and the seller. You're looking at the items you're trying to negotiate. And it's, it's a it's, you know, kind of a slower paced uh, lifestyle. And what that helps you do is you develop the skills of what is good to pick up what are some great negotiation tactics. Uh, what can I actually process in time? So all those things play a role. So you want to make sure that you are doing that. So you when whenever you're not using that cook group, uh, you actually can resell. Right? Well, let's say that the cook group goes away and you don't have those skills. You don't know what's hot. You don't know how to look up things on Terapeak. You don't know how to check sell through rates. What are you gonna do after that? So, right. So I, I'm a big believer in, you have to be able, not just able to chase the hot, hot items, but when there isn't really a lot of hot items or maybe the hot items are too difficult to chase, what are some other things that people aren't looking at that you can pick up and source uh, that you can flip for profit? Uh, Dan Decor Depot has a great comment. said, What's up? Get an accountability partner to avoid burnout. Yes. And that's the other side of a cook group or a discord. And, and so, for example, on our on our discord appears a podcast discord. And I'll share about that in a little bit. What's great is we have a lot of people keeping each other accountable. Now we do have a separate uh, stream in there uh, for accountability, and you know sometimes Mike and I go in there, sometimes we don't. But keeping keep accountable, and it's great about being with the reselling community is that you can, you know, encourage each other, let each other know. Go, hey, you know what? You might be having a tough day today, but I'm actually sales are actually good for me, and that's great. So definitely want to be connected to other resellers. I'm a big believer that reselling is a very lonely process. I mean, look at me. It's just me in a hotel room in the middle of the Bay Area. No, I'm not I'm not here uh, sourcing with anybody else. I'm not you know, I'm going to be picking up items. I'm going to be taking pictures my gonna, uh, be on my own. I'm going to be listing on my own. I'm going to be packing whatever things. sell so while, while I'm here, because I am going to try to uh, sell some things on the road, too but you want to make sure that you're you're connected. If you're not connected, you're going to burn out quick. And one of the great things even right now all of you that are in the chat, you're staying connected. Right? You're being encouraged. You're you're understanding that you're not the only person uh that is maybe struggling, the only person that's maybe feeling burnout. You definitely want to be part of a community and you know, you want to be part of a positive community. I I I can't tell you how many times I always joke about the fact that reselling is can be one of the most uh I don't pessimistic communities, especially when it comes. Let's say eBay doesn't come through on unpaid items. Let's say eBay doesn't uh, come through on something they promise. You know, everybody's just going to talk bad about eBay for the next hour or two, or, or they'll be in the comments. But you want to be with people that go, "Hey, listen, we understand. eBay has its issues, right? Poshmark has its issues. Amazon has its issues, and so on. But in in reality, right, those platforms still allow me to make the money that I need consistently." So uh, Melissa says uh, you do pretty good alone, Orlando. My husband and I have a hard time motivating one another sometimes. Hey, I I get it. Uh, I think part of it too is I, I have kids, so for me it's like if I don't if I don't work, my kids don't eat. So I, I got to make sure I keep keep motivated. Now if I was single, I don't know. I don't know how things would go. Uh, single without kids, it, it'd be it'd be kind of interesting. So I strongly encourage you, if you are on your own, if if you're single, or even if you're you know with somebody and they're not into reselling right find friends friends that are into reselling you know join a discord group it doesn't have to be ours uh join a facebook group join a community that's going to keep you encouraged so you do not burn out so hey let me know too if you have any questions in the comments since we're live i don't mind answering those questions and having these discussions i, I appreciate all of you uh, being here now this next one hey i know we're all guilty of this and i do think this causes burnout and it's your place is overtaken with inventory. It's super depressing. I'll be real with you guys. Before I moved into my new property. So on my new property, I my property have a podcast room, I have an eBay room, I have an uh, eBay inv- eBay inventory garage uh, and you know my living space is my living space. I don't have eBay inventory everywhere. Uh, but before I had a condo. And my condo was about 1300 something square feet. And when I was really scaling, I had about, you know, I I jumped from about 1,300 items to about 3,000 items. And I did get a storage unit, but the problem was I couldn't keep the storage unit was getting full. And so I ended up having to store stuff in my condo. So I would have stuff in the living room. I'd have stuff in the kitchen. I'd have stuff in my kids' rooms. I remember every single closet of my kids had jackets. And so I could not get away, there was no break. And it was just day after day after day. And, and, you know, the worst part is when you have to move stuff aside uh, to complete a task. Sometimes the kitchen table is the taking of inventory. And I know I'm not alone in this. I know I'm not alone. I know there's plenty of people that struggle with this. So you want to find a way to get organized. Keep your life separate. Yes, reselling, if it's what you do full time, it's what you do full time. But you don't want it to be intrusive and being everywhere. Right. A cluttered mind. It's very hard to work through things when all you're seeing is eBay inventory. Let me let me know in the comments if, if if you've ever experienced this. But I have found that it gets really depressing. It gets really sad. It's just not a good place to be. And so over time, you get to this place where you tell yourself, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to look at this inventory. I, I, I don't want to have to walk over another pair of shoes. I don't want to have to drop another mug. <laughs> I don't want to, uh, you know, have to move things aside so I can ship things on a table. Uh, I, we actually had somebody in the YouTube comments uh, a couple months back said, "I'm done with reselling. I, I bought a ton of stuff. It's over all over my house. I'm sick of looking at it. I don't want to have anything to do with it anymore." and I recommend that hey, why don't you just make spaces? Why don't you move stuff? Uh, and oh, we're having some technical issues, I think here, uh, but we'll keep going. Why don't you move some stuff so you can definitely, uh, you know, feel better about your inventory there? So make sure that you are doing that. Make sure that you know you're keeping a separate sphere for your eBay inventory and your life, so it doesn't all uh, get convoluted and entangled and so on. Um, uh dan De- i'll take a comment here dan decor uh depot says not quite uh not quantitative but i have to thank you for uh, the no listing basically no listing uh, i can put the comment actually over here uh no listings older than 90 days too and so similar and four percent have been a big boost to my eBay so yeah that's the new thing mike and i talked about that if if your listing is older than 90 days it is stale and so, uh, make sure that you end those items. Don't end them all at once. Don't go in. You have a store of a thousand and end like 500. Do not, hopefully, you don't have 500 sale items, but don't do that because that will wreck the algorithm. It's going to take days to recover. But if you're doing, you know, maybe 10, 15, 20, I do about 30 to 40 at a time because I have uh, close to 4,000 items and it definitely helps. Uh, again, I want to point out, uh, Nashville Flippers. Just want to say thank you again for the super chat. Uh, they do a lot for the reselling community. And what I like too is, they go to different places. They go like the Amazon bins and they find stuff to flip. Uh, they do local deals. I mean, they have a great expansive of knowledge and they're entertaining to watch. So again, check out Nashville Flippers. Uh, all right, hey, appreciate you guys still sticking with me. Uh, yes, definitely have to separate. Uh, Carol says, I have a separate building on our property. I just shut the door if it's messy but then I need to go back and get it neat again. Yes, <laughs> that's great. If you can have it on another property, you just go in there and you do your eBay stuff and you shut that door and you walk away. That's great. So make sure you are separating those two areas of work. All right. Hey, before I move on, uh, talking about community, if you guys haven't had an opportunity yet, uh, we do have a discord, but to engage in that discord, we, We do have a Patreon and the Patreon, you know, whether you want to be in the Discord or not, it's not contingent on that as far as, Up to you but if you do become part of our patreon we will give you access to discord but doesn't mean you have to join the discord uh but for 555 a month you can help support mike and i to continue uh creating content uh it's just a great place to thrive it's it's a great place to you know find bogos hustle the week um it's a great place to encourage each other it's it's a great place to avoid burnout if you haven't yet go uh to the link below in our description or go to uh patreon.com slash pierce podcast sign up for our 555 a month there's also other tiers if you want to be a larger supporter of here's podcast but definitely allows us uh during those moments where we can't be reselling uh to continue uh putting out content and uh you know upgrade our equipment unfortunately i'm on the road today so the equipment isn't as great like give me a thumbs up let me know if, if stuff is still coming through um Uh, Let's see. Let's take a look at some comments. Uh, Somebody said, uh, this is awesome. Would love more lives like this. Keeping it real. Hey, Travis, I would love to do more of these. Mike and I have talked about bringing these back. It's just our schedules have been crazy. This was kind of, I wanted to help Mike out and allow Mike to spend more time with his family. So I said, let me just do a live. And because I struggle doing things on my own. I love being in community with you guys here. Uh, Melissa O uh, says inventory is in a couple rooms and garage. Can't uh, couldn't avoid it with the storage units we bought, but it's organized. And long if it's organized, that definitely helps. Uh, Somebody it says they they enjoy my beard. I appreciate that. Uh, a nice I uh, appreciate all you guys here in the chat. Uh, yes, baby, yes, baby is is uh, is is here, and so this is why Mike is is not with us today. Uh, and you know. We're always big on family time, and, and that—that's the other thing I wanted to talk about here. Why a lot of people uh, burn out, and I think it's because it's the hustle culture. They just keep going. No, no, no vacations, no breaks. We're just gonna hustle every single day. And listen, don't get me wrong. There is a place to list every single day. There is a place for that. There is a place to put in those. 10 hours, 12 hours, 14, hopefully now you're you're not going 16 plus. There is a time for that. But listen, we only have so long of life. And I I, I have kids. I'm not going to I'm not going to be listing, you know, all kinds of crazy items every single day and and refusing to go on vacation with my family and refusing to take breaks, <laughs> refusing to go on the road. Uh I'm I'm just not, I'm just not doing that. So I definitely I definitely encourage you guys uh, to definitely make time for vacation, make time for, make time for family, make time. Even if it means, doesn't mean you have to go travel. doesn't mean you have to go to Disneyland or Disney world. It doesn't mean any of that. What it means is, is, you know, don't spend too much time. Uh, there Thumbs up the screen, the stream. There's only two. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means. Um, uh, oh, Mike. <laughs> so Mike just texted me. He just wants to see how things are going. I'm just going to text him back real quick. Uh, that one. So I had a live stream for a minute. Uh, so I'm going to tell him to please delete one. And this 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 one will be the one that goes live. Sorry about that, guys. All right. So. Take that time. Okay? Don't don't feel like you, you have to. You have to build up your store. You have to keep sales going. You have to always ship. But if you have the opportunity, I will encourage you. Spend time with you know, your significant other. Uh, make sure you spend time with kids. <laughs> Call put them on speaker. I'm not going to do that right now. Uh, make sure you spend those breaks. Enjoy the fruits of your prosperity. If you've been hustling, you had a great Q4, take a few days off go go enjoy that. Not, not saying you know bankrupt yourself and take out your capital. I'm just saying you got to take a break. We're all human. We all need at least you know a certain day of rest. And so I encourage you guys like don't burn out. And a lot of people are all about you know sleep, sleep is for the week, sleep is you know you have the rest of your life to sleep. Yes, but you only have so much time uh, in your life uh, to enjoy. Whether you're significant other, whether it's just enjoying being young and having experiences and and traveling, don't make you know making money the end all. There's a lot more than just making money. (laughs) Unless you're Gary V hustle forever. And you know what? Even Gary V flipped the script on that one. Uh, Gary V was all about that hustle culture. And I think he got called out and eventually started changing that a little bit. And he started talking about more living in the moment and, and you know, make sure that you live right now. So Make sure you are doing that. Hey, thank you guys have jumped over here on the live and we got about a good amount of people here. So appreciate all of you guys. Uh, Make sure to smash that like button as we're having uh, this live. Um.
1: Discover the remarkable journey of anonymous John. No one likes feeling alone, anxious or overweight, but John refused to let his circumstances define him. When his weight ballooned to a staggering 600 pounds, he made a choice to take control of his life. He began documenting his journey in his journal, and after shedding his first 103 pounds, he decided to share his story with the world. Through his journal, he offers inspiration and hope to anyone struggling with similar challenges. If you're looking to be inspired and uplifted, the Anonymous John podcast is for you. Join us on this journey of transformation and visit our website, theanonymousjohn.com. Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, Supply & Demand. These are pairs that changed the game. But when it comes to business growth, it's you and Shopify. From that exciting moment you launch your online shop to setting foot in your first real-life shop and gasping as you hit that millionth order, Shopify's beside you cheering you on. Selling shipping supplies or maybe promoting productivity programs. It doesn't matter. Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Their all-in-one e-commerce platform? Check. In-person POS system? You bet. Turn those casual browsers into loyal buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. Did you know it's up to 36% better than other platforms? And there's more. Meet Shopify Magic, your AI-powered MVP, making your life easier. Fact time. Shopify powers a whopping 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. They're the driving force behind big names like Allbirds and Brooklinen. And guess what? They support millions of entrepreneurs across 175 countries. Oh, and did I mention their award-winning support team? Always there every step of the way. What I love about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash purehustle, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash purehustle now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pure hustle.
0: Oh yeah, no, no. Hey, so Mike's just uh he wanted to say, um, okay, so uh I didn't want to mention this. Uh so you know, those of you that pray and those of you that, you know, um just you know want to send out whatever you do, send out good vibes. Uh so the one of the reasons Mike is isn't here is that. um that he's not. He wanted to mention that he's not there because their newborn is in the NICU, but he is improving. And so that's one of the main reasons. Uh, baby was born, everything was fine, uh, but you know I was having a little bit of trouble, uh, and so that's why Mike can't be with us. So, anyways, just Mike wanted me to share that with you guys. He just texted me that. I think he's watching the live. Mike, I hope I'm doing an all right job. So. Uh, looking forward to, to meeting uh, the new member of the Purital Podcast family here soon. Hey, Candace, how you doing? Uh, thanks for joining the live. This might, Let me know if you have questions. Let me know if you have questions. Uh, all right. Next one. This is another reason uh, that people uh, burn out and they have difficulty sourcing. You know, here's the thing. If you want to build your eBay store, you have to be able to source consistently. Right now, the beauty of it is if if you are sourcing, okay, and you're just doing it part time, well, that's okay. Like you might have you might have a moment where you can't source too much. You might have a moment that you know you need to spend time with with family, like I said, or so on. But if you want to go full time, you have to have that ability to source. And what happens is some people they get so caught up in a niche, right? They they're so you know singled out on one thing that they're gonna sell. And that's all they're selling. And then eventually their sourcing dries up and they don't know what to do. Right? And so eventually they just give up. And so I'm a big believer in that you have to have several areas where you're sourcing, several areas where you have a niche that you're able to, uh, you know, if things change, you can adapt, you can pivot. uh, And so make sure you, you are having that ability to source. Now, a lot of people, for example, And I want to say after 2020, I started going to thrift stores and they saw the the prices skyrocket. Right. And and that was their main source of thrifting. And a lot of them just said, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to do any more uh, sourcing. I'm not going to do any more flipping. Uh, I'm done. So make sure if you're dependent highly on thrift stores, branch out right? Maybe, maybe try to find a a wholesale. So for example, I, myself right now, actually am contemplating uh, making a wholesale deal uh, for uh, one of my eBay stores. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but even though the, the, profit may not be as great the margins aren't as great and maybe something that's consistent and it's and it's a, and it's a niche but there's not a lot of people selling that niche so that might work out to my advantage but I'm still going to be doing the garage sales I'm still going to be doing the thrift stores I'm still going to be doing the local deals because I always have to have that sourcing and especially if you want to jump full time you want to make sure that you are consistently having the ability to Connect with somebody or connect with people uh, to source. And if that area doesn't work out anymore, you know somewhere else that you can source from because you will burn out. You will get to a place that you aren't finding anything or you're not finding anything consistently. Especially if you're trying to do 30 listings a day, you know that what's that in seven days that's 210 items, right? In a month that's 840. If I do my math right, that you need, right? And so you want to make sure uh, that you have the ability to consistently source items all right so this is a great comment here uh from trina says i feel like getting into this game late 2019 was the strangest time to start reselling started with a bang and then 2020 hit and it's so unpredictable and that's exactly that's what i was saying i've always i've been saying that we that started i started full-time reselling in 2018 and i feel that it was just you know people call it bull run for the stock market and crypto but i think it was a bull run of reselling From 2018, I think until maybe mid 2021, like reselling wasn't wasn't really difficult. Uh, It wasn't as flooded. I don't think I don't think it's the flooding that's caused it. Uh, What I think is it's the slowdown in the economy. Not everybody's buying like they used to. Uh, You know, I've mentioned this before. I'll never forget uh, when everything started shutting down and I thought it was the end of the world. And I thought eBay was going to die. And then, as you know, had the greatest month of reselling I ever had. had the greatest year of reselling in 2020. And, you know, a lot of people joined during that time. So they got this feeling that this is the way reselling is going to be. But the reality is it's like that, but it's not like that consistently, right? And right now in 2023, we're at a time where we kind of don't know where things are going. We don't know what's going to happen. And so this is why I say make sure you have avenues of sourcing. Make sure you're able to pivot and adapt and go into different markets. All right. Let me know if you have questions here in the chat. I appreciate every single one of you that are here live with me, uh, even through the tech issues, even the fact it's just me and the, you're not seeing uh, Mike's lovely mug. Uh, all right. Now, here's another reason I think people burn out. They don't take consistent profit. Right. And so what ends up happening is is, you know, they have those home runs and they think it's always going to be home runs. Right. They they pick up, you know, for example, today, my hustle of the week is something that I was able to pretty much almost 10x. And they think that it's always going to be like that. And then it doesn't happen. Right. And so they end up going, oh, I need to, I need to keep listening. I need to keep listening. And uh, thanks so much, uh, Bearded uh, Poketuber, for the <laughs> joining our live here. Uh, what it, what ends up happening is is that people begin to go, you know what? It's always it's always going to be like this, and then they don't see the profits coming in, and they get discouraged, and they're like, ah, I don't know if I want to resell anymore. You know, it was nice. Oh, it was nice when you know things were great. It was nice when I was making great profit. But if if you're not, you know, consistently getting those thousand dollar days or five hundred dollar days, right? You, it begins to take a toll on you. Right, You don't want to go sourcing anymore. You don't want to list. right? And I think it's because of dopamine hit. Dopamine hit we get from our eBay cha-chings. right, keeps us going. You know those days when you keep getting cha-ching after cha-ching, cha-ching, and then it's all items that you picked up for super low and you sold for super high. And you, you tell yourself, wow, I want to go sourcing. I want to keep listing. I want to keep the momentum flowing. But then the momentum slows down. And then the reality hits that it's not going to be like that. You know, I, I last week I had great, I had four straight great days, pretty much took care of all my bills uh, for at least half of the month. And then things died. And then the next day was slow. And next day is slow today. Super slow. Now my store is on vacation. One of my stores and yesterday was slow, but I, I I'm kind of like, ah, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just need to go just enjoy here in the Bay Area. And yeah, I go, I need to go connect with friends. I can get back to reselling. Okay. So, but you got to understand in those valleys, when, when things slow down, when things aren't as hyped as they were, when you're not having those constant home run sales, that if you're being consistent, those will keep coming back. They'll keep returning. All right. So don't get discouraged. Don't burn out. Don't uh, let it let it fall away. Uh, Trina asked, uh, what are other sites you're listing on? Orlando, because eBay and Amazon, if any, I'm starting to feel like a lot of cross-posting is wasting my time. All right. So. It is interesting because we have, you know, we have a code for a list, uh, not list, yeah, list perfectly and vendue below. But to, to be frank, uh, I do not cross post. I was cross posting uh, for a while, and I think there was a time when cross posting uh, was hot. But what I realized was that all the time I was trying to cross post, even with the great programs that do it quickly for you, all the time I was spending whether it is monitoring monitoring the other platforms. Uh, whether it was you know making sure that everything was formatted on each platform and so on, I could have just spent listing more items on eBay. And so I've been really big on, on just focusing on eBay. I am doing some Amazon here and there uh, when I come across something just randomly. Uh, but I I've, this year, especially half of last year, I've really stepped in on eBay. The reason I've done that too is... I feel that the competition on Amazon is very, very, uh, tense. Uh, for example, you'll see it all the time. New seller launch, new seller launch on, on listings that used to be gated. Uh, it's cause, you know, everybody knows how to, uh, ungate. Uh, and if you don't know, I uh, just be on social media for a while, but it's really easy to get ungated now for a lot of people. Uh, and so. You know a lot of individuals don't understand that on amazon you don't have to sell at the lowest price but people go for the lowest price and i i was kind of like i'm spending too much time spending too much time sourcing on amazon uh spending too much time on a race to the bottom i like being on ebay i like picking up vintage items i find those vintage items i don't have that much competition and i'm staying profitable and so that's why i just like to just ebay Um, You know, there's that quote, I think I mentioned this last podcast, maybe I didn't, but everybody says, don't, you know, don't have all your eggs in one basket. But the funny thing about it is one of the richest men of all time, Andrew Carnegie, uh, who had, you know, he was a titan of steel in the early 1900s. He actually said, put all your eggs in in the same basket and watch that basket. And meaning that you refine that process, you improve it, you make it better. Uh, And so I say, you know, do eBay really well. And if you find time to cross post, maybe cross post. But that's just that's just the way I do it uh, at this time. So let me, I'm taking a look at the comments. Ah, National Flippers says, what about Whatnot? Are you done with it? All hype or all fluff? Oh, wow. Okay, so I am torn about Whatnot. I find that with Whatnot, number one, it's a great place to source. If you want to find a lot of items uh, to source, I think it's a great place. There is a lot of waiting time, though. You're waiting for people to get to a certain item, you know, and so you're spending a lot of time on there. And so, you know, you could source that way. But I I find here's what I find with whatnot. I'm finding I've said this many times already on the podcast is that it's just a lot of resellers trying to move their stale inventory. Uh, there's not not everyone's like that. There's some great resellers out there that are selling some awesome, incredible stuff for super cheap. Uh, but there's a lot of them that are just trying to get that quick cash flow. I I will say this is my encouragement to you: if you're part time or you're full time, and you ever have that fear that you're not going to be able to get your cash quick enough, like let's say on eBay, right? You list on eBay it doesn't mean it's going to sell right away. But let's say you got to make rent. Let's say you got to pay a bill or something. It's great to have your whatnot built up to that thousand uh, items sold threshold because you get instant payments. So if you know you get in a bind and you got to make some quick money, you can pull out your inventory, sell as much of the inventory you want, and then you can have that cash and it's ready to roll instantly. Okay, So I think that's a great avenue for whatnot. Uh, I think it's a great avenue if people are able to get their items low. And so I think if you're a person that goes to the bins or you have uh, connections for sourcing where you can get things for pennies on the dollar, definitely whatnot all day. I myself don't have that luxury or the time to go to the bins. And so I that's why I don't do whatnot. I think it's a I think it's a great platform. I think. Uh, for now the ship has sailed for ebay uh to engage in in live auctions uh, they've been promising it for months and whatnot keeps building and growing they have a great marketing team so i would definitely get on OneNot. so i hope i hope that as some of you said that makes sense I hope that makes sense to uh to a lot of you uh okay so melissa it is valid you said you know you like vendu i agree vendu is great it doesn't take too long i just I just want to stay focused. I find that you know I I'm too quick too too quick to turn here and there and not stay focused on what I need to do. <laughs> the men who built America History Channel, yeah, that is a great show. Okay, um, another thing. Why do people burn out? Uh, people burn out because they're working more than a nine to five. So uh, this is this is my my problem that I have with the hustle culture. And again, we are pure hustle podcasts, right? So it's funny that I say this, but a lot of people are like, I'm not working for the man anymore. I'm going to be my own boss. I like being responsible for what I do. And what ends up happening is people don't realize when you're your own boss, it's all on you. It's all on you. And so if you're not making sales, if you're not listing, if you're not sourcing, you're going to find yourself in a really bad place, part-time or full-time. And so what does that mean? That means you're going to have to put in more work. That means you may have eight-hour days. That means you may have 10-hour days, 12-hour days, 14. When There was one Q4. I think I was putting in 18 18 to 20-hour days. And it was great. And it was profitable. But it was a lot of work. And at that time, it was worth it to me because I was making far more than I could have made as a school administrator or pretty much any place in education unless I was some, you know... I know, highly paid uh, professor at Oxford, which will never happen. But I I find that, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, they they can leave their nine to five and they're going to work less. Now, I will admit in 2018, 2019, 2020, I was maybe putting in 25 hours, 30 hours at most. Things were good. Uh, In 2020, same thing. Why? No one, no, no one. There's a lot of people that didn't want to source, so it was easy. I could walk into a Costco, I could pick up two pallets of clippers for thirty-five dollars, sell them for a hundred apiece, make thousand dollars of profit in two days, and I was good for the week. And I, I would keep going, and so it was easy. But when those times are rough, when those times are rough, right? People begin to put in those hours. Right, And so people are like, whoa, this is not what I expected. I missed that paycheck. I missed the benefits. I missed the, the ability that, hey, if something doesn't work out, not my problem. It's up to the boss. And so I think people have this expectation of that you are fully independent and you are, but you eventually okay, end up being bound to the taskmaster of eBay. I, it cracks me up when people are like, oh, I'm not doing a nine to five anymore. You know, I have all this freedom, and I'm like, oh, so how much time? How you know, how much time are you spending listing? Oh, you know, I list about thirty to fifty items today, and I spent you know, uh, six hours process, sourcing, processing everything. Spent another three to four hours listing. I'm like, wait a second. So you're, now you're spending ten hours, and yes, you're free, but you're not really free. You're bound into eBay. Okay, uh, Jamie Leon, the CEO, is your boss. You are working for them. And so you got to be really careful. You got to, it just goes back to the early part of what are your expectations? You got to make sure that you understand that there will be moments where you'll be able to get by with 20, 25 hours of work, but there'll be other moments where it's going to have to be 40, 50, maybe even 60 hours of work. So hopefully uh, that made a lot of sense to you. All right. Hey, uh, if you haven't yet, you uh, can use bubble wrap and make sure you check out American Bowl boy and use, are uh, linked below to order from them uh, and so they they're always great next day shipping two-day shipping it's always free I'm a big fan of the 700 square feet it's a big four-foot roll and it gets to me pretty quick and and it's awesome great really we've had a great relationship with them I think Mike and I have been working with Joel and I'm Bo for boy for at least two years we are the first uh, people to reach out to them and say hey you ever thought about you know uh, advertising to the reselling community so that, that should be a testament of how much we believe in American Bullboy. Boy. So definitely uh, check them out and use the link below. It helps you out, helps us out, helps us keep going. All right, real quick, I just got to throw out uh, all our social media. If you have not yet um you know been following us on social media make sure to follow us we are pure hustle podcast on instagram on tiktok and we're going to start doing some tiktoks again and on facebook we are also pure hustle cast on twitter check us out there if you haven't uh you know send us an email of a hustle week or a question you're welcome to do so. You can go to puristapodcasts at gmail.com. That is puristapodcasts at gmail.com. Hey, what's going on? Brad and Jazz, 2 Aussie Thrifters. They're awesome. Check out their YouTube channel. I really, really appreciate them. Uh, and th- Thanks for stopping by. I what time it is in, uh, in Australia. So uh, uh, Swift245 says, here do you still do Amazon FBA? I do. I haven't been doing it as often. Uh, I haven't sent out a shipment <laughs> in about a month and a half, but I do every once in a while. I'm thinking about maybe getting back to books, but we'll see. Uh, also, if you haven't given us a call, we're always willing to uh, share a recording. You can always go to 619 uh, 738 It's at 619-738-1170. And you can send us uh, your hustle of the week and that recording. Make sure you keep under two minutes. Uh, and we would love to play that on air. And as always, if you haven't had a chance yet, uh it's 8 a.m. in Australia. 8 a.m. Good, good. You guys are up early, at least early for me. Uh, If you haven't had a chance yet, uh, jump on over to Apple iTunes. uh, Give us a five-star review. Let us know why you enjoy the podcast. Definitely helps us out in the algorithm we are the most listened to and the most reviewed reselling podcast. And it's because all of you are constantly tuning in and uh, constantly, uh, you know, giving us support, whether it be in the comments, whether it be uh, via Patreon, or whether it be just doing uh, those iTunes reviews. Okay, so uh it is time let me see can i can i get um some uh let's see if i can get some music here for uh our hustle of the week uh but i appreciate all of you guys on the live let me see if i can get some when i do that um uh oh thank you so much uh common 816 saying great job with the live stream love watching php I appreciate that you know live streams i gotta tell you it's not it's not it's not as easy as it looks you know i i miss mike being here that Mike can actually, you know, here's the thing. I can say whatever I want and Mike can't correct me. So that's the, that's the benefit here. Uh, but anyways, uh, appreciate uh, all of you still st- tuning in with us. All right, Let me see if I can get our Hustle of the Week sound. And if we can't, uh, we're just going to go into it. We got some great ones today. Uh, really looking forward to it. So here we go. Come on, it's the Hustle. I do wonder if that sound came through. Did it come through? Let, let me know if it thumbs up. All right. So uh, our first hustle of the week uh, comes from Katie Thrift of Philly on Instagram. Went to the thrift store, and here's the thing with thrifts, right? Uh, everybody is always saying, "Hey, you know, the thrifts is too expensive. So there's nothing to find." But there's always weak spots. There's always things people miss. And so uh, Katie was at the thrift store. Uh, obviously, I think it's in Philadelphia. Writer. Her username is Katie Thrift Philly, and came across. Uh, two bottles of sealed cologne. okay. And so they didn't know about the brand. Tom Ford uh, picked the one up for three ninety nine dollars and flipped that one for $89.99 and then picked up another one for $4.99 and sold a white, I'm going to destroy the name, patchouli uh, by Tom Ford 3.4 ounces uh, perfume for women for $140. That is a great pickup. You know, the thing with perfume, remember, you can sell news on eBay. I think there's a workaround. I'm not going to suggest that here, uh, but if you find sealed cologne or perfume, unless it's Axe, <laughs> make sure uh, you look it up. There, there's some great stuff out there. So always, definitely, a uh, great to look those up. All right, our next uh, hustle of the week. This comes uh, from here. Let me pull it up real quick, uh, and and this is an individual that is consistently. Uh, finding great items. You know, there's a lot of people on Instagram that that are are killing it and they're not always flexing what they find. But, you know, I got to tell you, uh, you know, here there's always there's always a score. And so uh, real quick, I'm trying to find who they are. They, they came across Sealed VHS. Okay, so this is a uh, Fairfield uh, County Flipper on Instagram, Fairfield County Flipper on Instagram and uh, came across a sealed VHS copy of Indiana Jones. And here's here's the crazy thing about those is that not all of them are alike, okay? You, you might come across one and you might think you got something, but always look it up because there are a lot of ones that aren't worth looking up. So let me, let me share with you exactly uh, what it was. So um, picked up, uh, let me, hold on, sorry, I have it right here. <laughs> Uh, so picked up uh, sealed Raiders of the Lost Ark special collector series VHS 1986 factory sealed. Okay, and and what I mean by that is uh, what what what, they, what County Flipper means by that is is that there's watermarks. You always want to look for watermarks. There are people that do seal VHSs to make them look new, but when you look at comps on eBay. Look for the watermarks and then try to compare your sealed VHS with that one and make sure that it has the watermarks that makes it authentic. So, picked up this, I believe, like for a dollar. It wasn't very much, maybe a few cents, and it sold for $325 plus shipping. Okay, crazy. The VHS market, I do believe there's highly uh, manipulated markets out there, and one of them is VHS. I've heard of Gary V talk. Anytime Gary V talks about a certain uh, a niche or a certain uh, item, I believe that will be the next manipulated market. Just throwing it out there. It happened with Pokemon. It happened with sports cards. It happened with video games. And I think now it's happening with the VHS. So great job, uh, Fairfield County Flipper on Instagram. All right. This next one uh, comes from somebody who's actually in the chat. Okay. So uh, let me pull that up here real quick. This comes from um, Melissa uh Olesh, i hope i i always always hope that i'm saying your your name right and you kind of said kind of hello in the comments uh and so you know by the way um i hope you guys know that when you message us and we don't get back to you it's not like we're prima donnas and we think we're you know <laughs> we're, we're, we're too famous to reply or anything no it's just we're super busy we're super busy and what happens with instagram is a lot of the dms go into the request dms which we don't see we see the primary ones and the only way things move the primary is if we go into the request so uh be patient with us we will get back to all of you uh at, you know in good time uh, sometimes at good time times two months sometimes it's two hours sometimes it's two minutes so be patient with us uh real quick before i move on uh, carol says that uh Kevin Commonwealth said he picked the one up recently and he's paid good returns. Yeah. You know, yeah. Check out Commonwealth Poker. He does find those VHSs. I think he had one that sold for a lot, a lot of money. I'm not hundred percent sure, uh, but I'm sure he has a, a VHS on, uh, on there. So, all right. So this comes from uh, Melissa Olesch uh, says, uh, you know, when it, you guys are doing a storage unit, it's good for you. I, I so want to do storage units, but in San Diego and Los Angeles, it is crazy the competition, and some of my competition are people from storage wars, and that's why I won't go there because they have deep pockets. And, and guess what? It's okay with them because if they, you know, they lose out, they still make money because they make money on a YouTube video or they make money via A and D. And so that's why I, you know, I'm not going to go on a bidding war with anyone uh, that is famous at some of these storage uh, wars. So pickup storage unit uh, believes that Melissa believes that for this item paid maybe a dollar. Uh, And again, they made a lot of money. So I said, I subtract profits from the cost of the storage unit as they sell. We've paid off the unit a long time ago. So this is all green, this is all profit. And so basically it's zero. And so, um, (laughs) and by the way, she did buy a hat for me from one, I'm glad it sold. Uh, You made $10 profit. So (laughs) that's great. I thought that hat was gonna go for more, but unfortunately, it did not. But thank you, Melissa. I'm glad that you were profitable for reporting back. So picked up a Victoria's Secret, uh, very sexy for him, cologne. Oh, we got more cologne. This is a cologne episode. Uh, 3.4 ounces and uh, basically free. Look at this price. You thought the Tom Ford's were money. This one sold for $269 free ship. That is crazy. Like, I, I don't, I mean, I, I buy cologne here and there, but I, I don't know if is there that much of a difference between $100 cologne and $279 or $69 cologne? I'm not sure. So, oh, I'm sorry, Melissa O. I did not mean to share your last name. My apologies. Um, Melissa O, thank you for sharing uh, your hustle of the week. Hey, you know what? I want to share a new one, uh, a new one from somebody that just DM'd us. They don't know this is happening. So hopefully they're they're watching us here. Uh, but this was pretty crazy. So one thing you should always do is go on to eBay and Poshmark and do safe settings because sometimes people don't know what they have. So somebody had found okay a Splash Mountain t-shirt and it's a pretty cool t-shirt. Let me see if I can show it to you guys here. So can you guys... Uh, let me see. Can you see that? Let me see. No, it's... Uh, no, it's... Oh, let me see. Let me turn this off. No, that made it worse. Okay. Anyways, Splash Mountain shirt. Okay. It has the bear on there. It has all the characters. Remember Splash Mountain just closed. Okay. So didn't know, they didn't know that, you know, maybe they didn't know that how much it was worth. So they said, this is from, uh, exit rough, the underscore thrift shop, exit through the underscore thrift shop. And, uh, it's a pretty wild and oh they're from uh San Francisco. Hey, I'm in the Bay too uh right now. So uh said uh this was their best come up of 2023. 90s Disneyland Splash Mountain tea found at a buff. Oh, this was not on a platform at a Buffalo Exchange. Okay, so to me, Buffalo Exchange, I think it's like Plato's Closet. I've been there before, uh, and it's not as as you know low on the price as other places. Uh pick for eight dollars splash mountain shirt. He okay. said, uh, while well, taking a break from work and grabbing a cold brew, uh <laughs> decided uh, to just stop by in the store. And uh, wow, it's beautiful. So it's a Disney Design Splash Mountain shirt. Listed it on eBay. Remember, you got to list when things are hot. Okay, Sold within 10 minutes. And it sold for $400. So eighteen to four hundred. Okay, in ten minutes, just on a random break, and going. <laughs> thank you, Melissa, for forgiving me uh, by just going into a store. Just, just, just go. Just go look. That is wild. Great job there. Exit through the underscore thrift shop. You uh, know, appreciate that. Uh, so check out everybody here on their hustle of the week now. I also myself have a kind of a similar hustle of the week. Uh, it is Disney, it is vintage, it is well it's what's you know it's crazy is anything from 2003 now is vintage. Think about that, right? It's it's kind of hit that 20 year mark. So that is that is pretty wild. That is pretty wild. So I, uh, I, I, if you guys follow us on Instagram, you catch our stories, Uh, you know, every Saturday, uh, you know, I'm always out there. So if you haven't been following us on Instagram, you should, because it's sometimes there's a great story. Sometimes there's not. But this was a pretty wild one. And the reason is I there was this place that for whatever reason, this lady was uh, given a house and there was a lot of inventory from the people that owned it before. And instead of doing one huge estate sale, uh, every every weekend, she's just selling a little bit here, a little bit there. And every time I show up, I'm always finding stuff there. It's just wild to me. So one day I went there and had a bunch of vintage t-shirts. I picked up a vintage like NSYNC t-shirt and I picked up a bunch of other shirts. And those she only wanted a dollar for, but there was this Haunted Mansion 2013 shirt. Okay. And so it was... Uh, nightmare before christmas it was uh uh it was <laughs> somebody said hello my son's baby clothes are not so vintage they are if they were born in 2003 their baby clothes are now vintage anyways going get back to the story so it was a 2013 haunted mansion nightmare nightmare before christmas uh disney disneyland shirt and she knew it was worth something so she wanted 20 dollars for it and in my mind i was like uh ah, 20 like you know that, that's a lot for a garage sale and I looked up comps, and somebody sold one for fifty bucks. And I'm like, ah, this is this has to be worth it. it. Was cool. The graphic on it was pretty awesome, and everything. And uh, I was like, mm, maybe it's worth it. And and so I saw other people trying to sell it for two hundred something dollars. I'm like, oh, that's kind of outlandish. I don't think I'll get two hundred dollars for it. Picked it up anyways. Listed it. I and all the time I do laugh on Instagram. Like this is crazy. The prices that they listed for, but I like to see what happens. So I'll list it what the market is trying to sell it for and so i listed it for about 200 uh yeah three, No, I, I listed it for 299.99 i had a sale going i had a coupon and i turned out 20 dollars, and it sold uh, within a month for 191 dollars of free ship and so just crazy uh you know vintage shirts are still selling I, I think the market has dipped a little bit but if you have the right shirt you can make some great money I just picked up a vintage uh, Donkey Kong uh, N64 shirt uh, for fifty cents. Uh, So uh, stay tuned for that one. Hopefully, I'll be able to sell that one uh, for over a hundred and close uh, to three hundred. Okay, so appreciate that. Uh, uh, You know, Carol brings about a good point about that individual that's telling a little bit at times. It's probably best that she does in small amounts. Yes, you have to go back, but you have the best picking because you aren't distracted. Someone else gets the other stuff over there. That is true. You know, the beauty of it is when I go to this place, there's no one there because Everybody knows that address. So when they see that address pop up uh, on Facebook and on Craigslist, they're like, oh, that person's having a sale every week. I've already been there. I'm not going to go there again. Uh, And you know, yeah, that's right. The last time I was there, I was there for 20 minutes. No one was there. And I picked up some pretty cool stuff. Uh, It it was pretty awesome. The first time I was there, it was crazy. Uh, Everybody was battling. They had some Masters of the Universe toys. They had some other vintage toys. So you got to be careful. With that there. Hey, thank you everyone for sharing, uh, your hustle of the week. It, make sure you check all these individuals out, uh, on Instagram. Uh, if, and again, if you want to email us, email us here, uh, hustle of the week at Podcast, phone in your hustle of the week on, uh, you know, 619 73 1170. All right, let's get back to, uh, our theme here. Okay. So. Why else do people burn out? Are you guys burnt out from this uh, in this podcast already? <laughs> Are you tired of this? Uh, let me know if you have questions. Um, I think a lot of people don't adapt, and this—you know—where you see these individuals, you see these individuals in the eBay seller forums, you see these individuals in the comment section of uh, e-commerce bites, you see these individuals uh, in the YouTube comments. Right, it's eBay. eBay's terrible. I used to sell this for this much, and now the market's flooded, and I can't sell at that price anymore. I'm done with eBay. I'm done with reselling. You know, everybody's bad. Everybody's horrible. But you know what? The problem is with a lot of those individuals. They never adapted. They're still still trying to sell Tommy Bahama shirts for a hundred. I mean, K-way shop. If if you're listening, I know you do. But most people can't do that. Okay, they're still trying to sell those Al- Allen Edmonds shoes that used to sell for $125, uh, and and they're still trying to get $125, but they're only selling for 50 to $60, right? And so people don't adapt. eBay came out with that new program of you know of promoted listings, and it's fairly new. It's three years old maybe, and and a lot of people said, "I'm never going to do promoted listings." Well, eBay has made the argument that they favor things the algorithm. If you do promoted listings, doesn't mean you have to go all out. But if eBay's saying this is the way we're going to do things now, then you probably should, right? Uh, you know, free shipping. I, I don't do free shipping on everything. I do free shipping on anything first class. But eBay recommends free shipping. eBay recommends uh, returns. Uh, they recommend you be top rated, and so. A lot of people burn out because they're trying to do things. They're like, "Oh, I remember back in so and so, and you know, at this time I was able to get for this much, and and I'm not going to change for eBay." And then eventually, they're they're just done. They're done with reselling because they weren't willing to adapt. And I think, I think that could be a good and bad. There are some people that you know realize, you know what, I loved reselling when it was a certain way, and now things are changing, and I think I'm out. And, and they're gonna, they pursue something else. Right? I don't think there's anything wrong in that. I, I do have the problem when people are still trying to sell on eBay and they're still complaining, but they haven't adapted. And that, I, I feel like that brings you to burnout uh, really quick if you're not careful. I right, Thank you for all of you still on the live that are tuning in here. Um, here's another reason why people do. Uh, oh, and this is kind of related to the same thing. They focus on the negative. Right. All they see is the fees. All they see is the returns. All they see is the competition. All they see is that they are not doing as well as somebody else. Right. All they see is all the missed opportunities. You know, here, let me talk about missed opportunities. I still get haunted. I get haunted by two missed opportunities. One a of you have heard this on the podcast was my GI Joe terror that I missed out on. Right. I could have. There was this time when it was an estate sale and instead of calling numbers, they just had a free for all. And me and this other guy ran for it and I could have taken out the guy. I'm a decent sized guy, uh, but he was in the 60s and I just didn't want to go viral on the floor. You know, me rolling around with the J.I. Joe Terradrome. And so I let him get it. But that bothered me. That really bothered me. And I could have been like, I'm done sourcing for the day. I'm not gonna source anymore. I lost maybe six hundred dollars on the bottom level of profit, maybe a thousand dollars. And I could have said, I'm done, but I didn't. Okay. I instead went into that house, I went up the stairs, and I shared this. I went to a room and it was all Padres memorabilia. And it was all Padre's stuff three weeks before they got super hot, before the playoffs, when they almost made it to the National League Championship. And guess what? All those items I found. I pretty much sold through 70% of those items for way more profit than I would have made on that one G.I. Joe Terradrome. And so a lot of people burn out on those missed opportunities. The second one is I went to a garage sale and somebody had this Comic-Con Indiana Jones thing. I shared this on Instagram. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, that can't be worth anything. And I just kept looking. And then I saw somebody else pick it up and then I started getting FOMO. And I decided to look it up on my phone and they were selling it for $10 and it was worth three to $400. And I could have right there have been, I'm done. I'm not going to source anymore. at this community sale. I obviously lost my touch. I could have stayed on the negative, but I didn't. I stayed on the positive. That day, I ended up picking up a, a bunch of video games, a bunch of other items. And I made far more profit than that one item. Yeah, it would have been nice. You know, one item, you list it once, you make $100. That would have been great. But I, I think a lot of people focus on the negatives. Listen, fees are always going to go up. And I always say with eBay fees is... You know, there's really, it's really hard to start your own online store, even a Shopify. The amount of money you spend on e, on, on Facebook ads is insane to get products to sell. And I don't know if you guys have caught even uh, recently on Amazon. You know, one of the ways to do well on Amazon, that, you know, is use pay-per-click. But pay-per-click has led to huge uh, problems. You talk about, if people talk about FeeBay, let's talk about Amazon, uh, eBay. There was a, a recent study that was done. And they found that on average, most people that sell on Amazon are giving up 50% to fees. Okay. So about eight to 15% on referral fees, uh, 20 to 35% on the fulfillment. So if you're doing FBA and then another 15% on advertising, that's pay per click and so on. So make sure that you understand when you're, you're wanting to focus on the negative, you know, don't burn out because of the negative. Understand that that's just. You know, that's how it's going to be on every platform and things are going to change and you're going to have to adapt and, and you're going to have to figure things out. And I'm not here to be that tough guy. I'm just here to say, listen, if you want to stay profitable and reselling and you don't want to burn out, you got to have, you have to adapt, whether it be your inventory, whether it be how you sell on the platform, uh, whether it be, you know, you maybe have to change from taking higher offers to lower offers because the economy is changing. you got to find ways to adapt. All right, and uh the last one here and and why people burn out is they they realize they had a lot of they had a lot more fun working that other job now this goes more to full time but i would say even part time a lot of people get very uh inundated in their part time that they don't enjoy it anymore and they keep they keep wanting to go part time and they keep doing it because they want to hope that they bridge into into full time but maybe maybe you what you're doing at the moment in your nine to five is far more enjoyable maybe that's what you were meant to do you know i i I share with myself i you know i'm an educator by nature and uh i you know i think one of the reasons i love doing the podcast is because it's kind of like teaching still right i'm I'm here i'm having a conversation with you guys i'm engaging right I'm, i'm sharing what i do and how i do it uh but if i was just a reseller without social media and without the podcast I don't know. I I might have burned out quicker. Uh, But I will say it's a community that keeps me going, keeps me thriving. I will not give up. I will make sure that I continue uh, being sustainable, continue doing well uh, in in reselling. And yeah, sometimes things are rough. This last week, especially right now while on vacation, sales aren't coming through like I want. So if you want to look at it, I'm kind of in the negative. You know, today I I spent money on breakfast and I spent money on lunch. I'm going out later. And if enough sales don't come through, right? Today may be a negative day overall when you count in all the fees of everything that it takes to travel. But the thing is, that's okay because I know that things will rebound, right? So if you're stuck, if you're in this place, in this rut going, you know, recently not worth it, it is worth it. It's just sometimes there's those moments, but maybe, maybe your nine to five was a better place to be. I know it sounds bad as a recently podcast, (laughs) but you know, Maybe you had great time. Maybe you enjoyed the camaraderie of being around a bunch of coworkers and having a great time. You know, the reason why the, the show The Office was so relatable and so funny was because a lot of people that work in the office could relate to a lot of the awkwardness of being in an office, of being in cubicles, of having that awkward boss or that weirdo guy that's like Dwight or, or having the creed in the office, right? A lot of people could relate to that. And, and you went from being in that environment where yeah, there are some moments you don't like, you don't enjoy, and you went to reselling and then you're finding out, mm, yeah, I kind of miss, I miss that. Even though with the awkwardness and the the silliness, I do miss the constant paycheck. I miss the benefits. I miss the friendships. I miss all, all that stuff. And so you got to think about when you're reselling, right? If you get to a place of burnout, two things, a lot of things, but here's a few. Number one, am I not adapting? Okay. That, that can change it and make things better for you. Uh, Number two, in in, in all of this, are and this goes with with, with adapting, but are you just looking at the negative, right? Are you just thinking that things are always going to be this bad? Instead, focus on those times where things were rough and you kept listing and you kept sourcing. And then a week later, you kind of made up for all the money you lost the week before by making that amount. And the last thing is seriously contemplate. Maybe this season of burnout is meant to kind of have you reflect on reselling and go, okay, I went full time. Maybe I went too fast. Maybe I need to get back to part time because it sure was a lot of fun to go to garage sales and not have to go. I better find stuff or else I'm not going to be able to pay my bills right and instead you could go back to that time when you have a steady paycheck and you go to garage shows you have all kinds of fun and you don't feel like you have to take that lower offer to trigger that algorithm you don't feel like you will have to have you know constant sales and constant coupons you can sell stuff for the price that you want to sell them for all these things you got to think about and I think being in a of brings you to that place hey thank you to all of you that uh, tuned in and, and joined us here uh, one more thing I do want to share about you know it's that tax season oh I should I should uh, share this too. Tax season can cause burnout, right? If you haven't been following through on your, on your, on your bookkeeping or how much you bought items for or your dedu- deductions or any of that, and you might have one season of reselling and when taxes come, you might say, I am done reselling. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. There's a great tool out there that Mike and I have partnered with, My Reseller Genie. It's awesome. Uh, if you use uh, our code, there's a link below and use our code, uh, Pure Hustle. Okay, Uh, all caps, Uh, it's definitely going to get you a 50 percent discount and it will let you stay organized, stay together on things and prevent you from burning out during this tax season. So go to my reseller journey. I think it's all caps or low caps. It's one of those. uh, But it is pure hustle and use the link below and sign up for my reseller genie it'll definitely help you out and keep you from burning out during tax season thank you to all of you appreciate you tuning in sorry for the technical issues sorry that mike can't be here hopefully he'll be back with us here soon on the podcast and with that being said make sure to be real be relevant and be reselling plates